0: Unati, talk to us about the link that you have identified between tourism and heritage sites.
1: Um, Whenever people visit uh, a country like South Africa, they'll they'll go see the big five, they'll go to our beautiful city, they'll drink our great wine. But after, they want to have a conversation about: tell us about your history, tell us about apartheid, show us the uniqueness of what makes South Africa unique. And that is where they had to take then emerges as a very, very important statement that we as a adapter, must ensure that we properly package for consumption by domestic and international tourists.
0: Are you then suggesting that heritage sites must be adapted to have multiple uses to cater for this divergent clientele?
1: Yes, um, especially if you look at the domestic market, especially the kids. The kids hardly go to the museums because you find that the museums... Are created for a marketplace of 30 years ago. So there are issues such as technology, virtual reality, you know, ensuring that internet sites got high speed, free internet Wi Fi, so that you can also have an engagement with the people using their cell phones as part of the museum experience. So the museum experience remains locked in the past and the people have changed. So they must adapt to the new ways of doing things.
0: So, so are you talking then a convergence between museums and uh, or heritage sites for that matter, and museums to to cater for both?
1: Yes, I, I'm. I'm saying that, but I'm just saying the the, the museum experience must then get the latest uh, social media people who are media savvy, marketing, and obviously curated the experience in a, in a completely different way. So that um, it's called it is multimedia. Um, and also can also allow the usage of cell phones as a, an additional platform for the experience.
0: So we must cater for the fourth industrial revolution for people to engage. Now, heritage sites in many towns are in a state of disrepair and, and are not well managed. So where do we then start to change this?
1: I think the first thing we must only uh, think is that any heritage site should be used to make jobs, which, uh, considering the, the state of our economy, would probably be... Um, the primary the, the kind of recipient was black people. So you find that in most towns, the, the, the dominant heritage is pre colonial and pre 1994. But you the same heritage to create those jobs for the local people. Um, and you find that certain, in certain towns, you find that important heritage sites have been locked because they are pre 1994, whereas there is a marketplace for people who want to come and engage with those heritage sites. So, I believe it's, it's a situation we must also um, it, inform our municipal officials that, guys, understand this is a market for this and this will actually create new jobs for you guys and, and become an economic aspect of. I mean, look at the issue of Brantford, uh, which is post
0: 1994.
1: If Brantford was developed, then the people of uh Majumashu would have been benefiting handsomely. Considering the state of Johannesburg and how tourism, I know there will be something about Mama Wini's heritage and then milk it because the free state has failed in the task of trying to milk the heritage of Mama Winnie Mandela to benefit the economy of France which is hmm.
0: So what sort of jobs are we talking about that can be created uh, through the heritage sites then?
1: Uh, the tourism sector employs a multiplicity of skills. That means that if there are tourism coming to the locality. Then I can open my own small shop next door. Then I can open a junior shop. Then there will be an opportunity to open a certain beverage outlet so that people can stay there longer so that there is a place to sit and have a meal and have a cold drink. So I'm thinking about that. It has any change?
0: Hmm. Now, a big thing the Home Affairs Minister Maluski Gaba is expected to announce a number of amendments to South Africa's visa, visa regulations today. Now, we know what that, uh, the new visa regulations did to tourism in this country. How will this affect tourism flows to South Africa again?
1: It, it, it will lead to a better visa facilitation in South Africa. There will be an increasing number. But you must never think the visa issues are the panacea for the tourism sector. And I believe in South Africa, we've we, we been having too much of a greater focus on the visa issue without looking at the tourism sector comprehensively. Um, yes, the announcement would be greatly welcomed by the minister at 9 o'clock this morning, but that's not totally a Uhuru. It's just part of the set of measures we really need to improve the tourism sector. But we must never think that the visa issue is the only aspect that will lead to a better tourism trade in South Africa.
0: Now, just to get a, a thought from you, because we are asking our listeners this morning how they celebrated Heritage Day yesterday and what does it mean to them. Uh, what does it mean to you and how did you celebrate yesterday?
1: Um, okay, I celebrated it. I was at Marupe, um, um, at the Criminal mankind, I enjoyed uh, some activities there. But the, the most important thing about heritage is that um, we are divergent. As Africans, we are different. And our uniqueness must be the one that brings us together as people. So if you look at the preamble to, to the Constitution, it says South Africa belongs to all who live in it, our diversity. Mm-hmm. Our diversity must be the key that brings us together to say we are fortunate to live in a country where we can coexist the evils of apartheid, but must always harness the spirit of collaboration with South Africans because that is what makes us so unique.
0: Hmm. Now, you talked about starting that conversation and, and, and giving history and context to, to where we are, South Africans. But there are those that are calling for some statues in South Africa to be removed. How do you feel about that, whether or not it was apartheid statues?
1: Well, uh, removing of, like I said, again, the same statues that you want to remove, there is a marketplace of people that are interested in it. But the problem is when people do not see their own loneliness and want to destroy other people's those monuments are our collective history. It is the whole participation created creating monuments that will give a full picture of the history of Africa. But removing monuments is you not know the answer. Use the same monuments and make money out of it. There's other things. These are the UN buildings um, um, built to commemorate the 1910 UN of Africa, which excluded place out of the government.